Hello and welcome back to another episode of Drama School Dropout. It's episode 44 and as per usual, my name is Ingram Noble and I am your host. This week I am joined by an incredibly talented actor who is one of the best that Britain has to offer and he also happens to have spent an incredible amount of time on one of Britain's most famous streets. Please welcome to the podcast, Ryan Clayton. Drama School Dropout No graduation day Hello. Quite an introduction, that, yeah. <laughs> I'll say that one. I mean, it's true. I also have to thank you because I was on a bit of a mission. I've done EastEnders, I've done Hollyoaks, yeah. I've done Emmerdale, and I was waiting on Corrie, and you're my first ever guest from Corrie. The Fab Four, the Fab Four. I've done it. Well, nobody's listening to Holby City anymore, are they? Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. I um, I, I watch Coronation Street, well, I watched it. Um, I haven't in a while, but I went back and sort of watched all of the all of your stuff on Coronation Street and just it's mental how good of an actor you are. No, thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Like, because that's one of my, that's what I want to do in acting. Like, I love issue-based storylines and just telling yeah, real yeah. stories. Like, I love the fantastical parts of it and everything sort of like that, but telling, like, the real stories, and we'll talk about it in a bit. Um, but like loads of people, I think you were on something like Good Morning Britain and you were talking about how many people had there'd been an increase of male rape victims who had come forward and things. I think that's so yeah, powerful yeah. and one of the best things. Like We get to do a lot of fucking about as actors and I think getting to just like... <laughs> you can say that again. Give like a little bit back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. and being able to help someone, I think that's like genuinely one of the best things that we can like hope to do. Yeah. That, no, absolutely, absolutely. You know, there's some people who just sort of shy away from that stuff, especially Corey, because it can feel like uh, it's sort of like a nine to five in a way. Yeah. For them, you know, for the people who've been there for years and kind of some 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 people take it on board with the issue based stuff, and then the kind of it's like you know, some people have just got into that that mindset of it very much is a job for them, a job they love. You know, majority yeah. of people do love it there, but it is a job for them in a way. Uh -huh. It's very much kind of like a nine to five. So the issue kind of based stuff is like, oh, okay, it's another, it's another one. So they just play their part in in that. But yeah, for me, it was it was something. As soon as I sort of heard about the storyline and what it would contain, I realized, wow, yeah, that's that's going to be powerful. It, it was the first time that it had been done for a while as well, because I think if I'm right, it was Hollyoaks done it twice yeah yeah i mean and you're talking a completely different obviously yeah. a, a completely different audience so you know ollie oaks does does is great for that as well and has done, has done another story since that as well yeah um and worked with survivors who who we worked with uh on corey yeah but like i say it's a completely different audience you yeah. know i think hollyoaks gets about and this is no um discredit to hollyoaks <laughs> but hollyoaks it's like about a million <laughs> yeah yeah no give me something uh, to no, send no, to the it, newspapers yeah yeah sure um no i mean you know it's just it just Corey just has that older audience done it so for them to see that storyline and hear about it um and and, and that's it because it's you know with 24 hour news these days you, you're just so kind of disconnected from storylines in the news in, in the news in real life is what I'm i mean i don't about. watch the news anymore no no i don't really you know just i obviously get my news Twitter. from twitter yeah, 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 like um, literally, echo bubble. Yeah, 
Echo it's, Chamber. Um, I stopped watching it around the beginning of lockdown because I was like, I watched yeah, when Boris put us into lockdown. And five minutes yeah. later, my dad phoned me and was like, oh, we're all in lockdown. So I was like, right, if there's anything I need to know now, he's going to phone me yeah, and like let yeah. me know. So I was like, I'm not going to watch sitting how many people have died this week. Like, it's no, terrible. No, thing, we don't need that. Like, no, I'm trying to get that. through this without sort of yeah. being that depressed. Um, yeah. But what I like to ask everyone that comes on the podcast is, how did you get into acting and what was your first ever role? So, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> um, so I came from kind of a background which just wasn't really okay to do acting. So at school, I just got used to go and clean the teacher's room when we did drama lessons. <laughs> like, yeah, just go and clean his room. Uh, with a few of my mates at the time because um, I didn't really want to do it secretly. I kind of low-key did. Yeah. Um, yeah, low-key wanted to do it. And I was like, I want my other go. I think that's like a lot of the... It's a lot of the same for everyone. I am. Um, I didn't... I remember I was taking my options and my dad was there. I was like, I don't really want to pick drama because um, like, it's not really like a, a laddie subject, is it? Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, yeah, I mean, like I said, this was before... This was when we... When, you know, you do... I know schools are all different, but you do. I think we did it up until year nine, or did we do it up? In, I can't remember when I chose my options now. Yeah. So was, well, I picked uh, mine in year nine now. when I moved to. New I, yeah, I think that's when you. I think that's when you pick it in. Yeah, nine, year change, something now. like that. They all change now, don't they? They're don't all, even get like, letters you, anymore. You get numbers. For me, I I didn't do it at school at all. Like I said, I didn't do it at school. You just go and clean the. the, <laughs> yeah. the his, his, his room, so. I know from my perspective that you can take it on later on in life, but yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still, I'm still not buying. I'm still not buying that that you shouldn't be doing that at school, and I'm still not buying you can't take a lot from that. And music as well, and music as well, because that's so important. Like we're very aware that not a lot of people are going to be actors, and it's not what everyone wants to do. Mm. But there's people that I even went to college with that weren't confident speaking in front of groups, and yeah, you learned yeah. so many life skills, being able to present and things that even if you're yeah. not going to carry on with the industry, that are real yeah. transferable life skills. And I think it's so stupid that schools are sort of taking that opportunity away from kids. Just, yeah, yeah, definitely um yeah <laughs> so that was yeah no just that yeah that's it so what it? was it your first ever month. role so uh that was what, what did i do because I, I i ended up um I, I didn't go to drama school straight away actually i went to i went to aura up north i went to the north one yeah. um I, that was i auditioned the first year didn't get in to sort of the big four and then realized oh shit i can't afford to live in london <laughs> yeah um, anyway so it's all good um so it's kind of a blessing um and then i went to aura the year after uh and yeah so i went i went to aura the year after and yeah so i'm trying to think of it yeah so i had words on that I, I had work before it i'd done like um just a few little sort of really some really small stuff like uh I remember. I remember once though, I was supposed to do Prisoners' Wives. It was yeah, that was one. In, it was called something different at first. I was supposed to have a line in that. It's it good. <laughs> you know, it's good series, wasn't it? Um, I was supposed to have a line in that, and I drove all the way to Sheffield with my mate. Um, I'd brought him with me because he said, "Oh, can you?" My agent said, "Oh, do you, do you want? Can you bring someone with you?" This was, as I say, before the drowning school, and we got there. We were waiting all, all waiting round all day, and it's proper shit all in Sheffield. <laughs> Like rough as fuck. So we we'll get there, and then they're like, uh, 
for me, basically, he's been at Ollie Oaks. He had done Ollie Oaks before. Um, yeah, I think he'd just done Ollie Oaks. Anyway, he come up, he comes up with me, and we're supposed to be buying weed off uh, one of the main characters there. And um, she just turns around, and then we sort of do makeup and that, and then just takes in. And I think we must have met. Oh, I don't know who it was at the time. It must have been the third or the second AD, or, yeah, or first, one of the one of the ads anyway. Or and then they just basically said, "You look a bit." Basically, I looked a bit too rough. They said they looked too mean. I think they just wanted like a, a kid who looks like yeah. um, this is when I had, I had a skinhead at the time. They wanted a, a, a lad who looked a bit more like innocent. <laughs> <laughs> so to buy the weed so they just yeah they wanted someone who just looked a bit younger uh rather than some kid who looked like they might steal steal the weed off her surely you'd have um, known though like if you so did auditions and things so no no it was just yeah so they just sort of said because it was a one-liner they just went yeah yeah we like the look of him oh, and then right. they got us in and uh, yeah so i didn't i didn't get the line they gave it to my mate we've been waiting around for ages Fuming. um I was gutted. I was just gutted because we're just like, oh, my line. And then it's just, yeah. Now just, you know I've, that. I've got, I've got a good relationship with, with Sheffield. I've got like, this weird, we've got this weird beef with it. And now you know if anybody ever asks you to bring a mate to a, you bring somebody that looks older. Yeah, yeah. Just, oh, just, just someone who just, yeah, doesn't <laughs> act at all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just but, doesn't act. Man, they probably like that these days. Yeah. Oh, they're not an actor. Okay, they can have the party. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Curtis and fucking AJ Pritchard. Do you see that? Just then, which one? No, which one was the one? They were in Hollyoaks, Curtis and AJ. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'll, uh, I won't comment too much oh, on that. I will. It was shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I, I was tweet. I was texting all my friends because obviously, like, me and my friends only just graduated just before the pandemic yeah. and we were like going to uni and things. I was like, what is the actual point in us trying? When these fucking idiots yeah. that have been on Love Island and Strictly can't yeah. perform, yeah. and it's—I was like, "What is the point?" Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it's frustrating. Um, I think it's—I I don't think it's from a casting point of view, though. I think it's no, it's that. it's it's a, a higher, it's a higher it's they higher have level shit than that. tons of Instagram followers. Yeah, yeah. And it, Let's and it get them on it. our well, show. I, I think I think it just shows. Unfortunately, I think if you if it does do that, then the then the quality then can suffer. So yeah, I don't know. 100%. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, and that's just that's not speaking about that because no, you don't have to comment. I didn't, I didn't see it. Um, I heard about it, but I didn't see it. But I, I, you just you just lose you just lose the quality of it. I think I think the quality suffers. So yeah, I don't know. I, I think it. I, I hope I hope it doesn't continue because no, like they've been. Say, I think they've left. That, I think they've left. Oh, they've left. They've I left. think so because they got so yeah, much, and that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just I, I don't think it puts. Um, I say it's not. It's un, potentially unfair to people on there. It's un, unfair to unfair to them because mm-hmm. um, you know he's kind of. Was he is he a dancer or something? Is he a yeah, they're both skating? dancers. One of them was on Love Island. Right. And one of them was a pro on right. British Strictly, and the one that was on Love Island was a pro on Irish Strictly. But what I always right. say is it makes me think of Hollyoaks really weirdly because they're really normally pretty good with like trailblazing storylines. So they were like mm. the first male rape. They were like, I think they were one of the first gay kisses on screen. Yeah, they I think they were. Had yeah. one of the first trans characters on. They're really good for things like that. And they put themselves in such a high regard with tackling the storylines. Like you were talking about racism earlier. They just done that whole episode 
where they had a white character and a, um, a black character go through the exact same thing and they showed all mm. the racial biases um towards oh, right. so it's, yeah yeah and they do so many great things just, like yeah that. they do they and do. then they cast curtis and aj and it's like why mm. and it's like you're doing yeah. so well and then it's just yeah because I, I think I, I, yeah that doesn't surprise me then that they've that they've yeah. left because but it's just i don't know it's just uh, weird isn't it i just just strange decisions yeah just just like you say um i think it effectively it's still just it, all it, it just affects the quality of the work and then and surely the show in the end because then yeah. if you're going to do that then people are going to oh i'm not watching that and it gets it gets a bad name for itself again and it goes oh well that's a yeah. lot of crap i've spoken that. to people from hollyoaks and they say that it it's a totally different beast now and like it's yeah. sort of more lent towards getting the viewers in its quantity oh yeah quality yeah. and things yeah like yeah that. yeah no it is well when you look at what instagram and what follow you know the amount of followers some of these people have like yeah like but then is. like i mean corey, corey corey made a change where they because they they didn't use to allow um people to advertise things and they mm-hmm. realized oh yeah people need we need this this uh, this whole they've stopped that now yeah because so, they've got like a coster realized... and things now in cory haven't they yeah um that's that's in so it's in 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 it's like so it's marketed within you they can yeah. never go in it they can yeah. never unless it's changed they can never go in it because that would be ridiculous to pay for um <laughs> for costa yeah so there's like a, a contract but so that yeah but then the only certain people can have costa cups didn't know, well, I mean, only, I wouldn't only, know only, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, only, only certain people can have it. So, you, you can't have it if you and specific, yeah. So, yeah, only specific people can advertise it. So, I, I wasn't able to because I was a baddie. Yeah, uh, that's the I same thing with Apple. I read that not long ago. Um, it was how they spoiled Knives Out. Have you seen the film? It's got like, um, I've, I've no, I need to see Knives Out actually. Yeah, it's, uh, so, it's on the list. I read an article about it the other day yeah. and everyone's got iPhones apart from the villain because Apple will let yeah. you use their products for free, but not for a bad guy. Yeah. 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 Which I had so, never even thought about because it's like <laughs> implicit. What? Why? Yeah. I mean, I'm yeah, sure yeah. that like other people have iPhones that are assholes. Um, yeah. Talking about drama school and things, what was the biggest learn- lesson that you learned in drama school? You see, I, I, I actually, you know what? I did take a lot from drama school. I genuinely, equally though, the best line, the best bit of advice I got was Ryan, just stand there and have a fucking conversation. Yeah. <laughs> doing Shakespeare. With the, yeah. Um, from, yeah. And good friend like Nat Grady. She's great. Yeah. She's a great actor but, and, and a great teacher as well. And she just said, Ryan, it was third year. And no, it was, no, it was end of second year when we were doing Shakespeare. And she said, Ryan, just stand there and have a fucking conversation. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And it can just boil down to that. So Literally. like that, And that's some of the best yeah. acting, especially when you look at like the jobs yeah, that are yeah. available. Well, especially for someone like that as well, for, 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 for Shakespeare as well, to be told that in during Shakespeare. Because then you've got, oh, yeah, just the words all. Yeah, words and just think and listen, respond. So that that uh, when any time I, I think, I mean, yeah, there was a hell of a lot of of hell of a lot of. I did like I said, I did I did personally take a lot, and, yeah. and I don't buy a few by an experience at the start, by a few experience of the first few months, and once I got through them because I lived on my own, and and yeah, and I, once I got through the first few months, 
I, I did take a lot. I did take a lot. Yeah, I did. I did take a lot. You know, I did. I, I couldn't. I couldn't sit there going. I, I thought it was a load of crap. And I, I did. I did take <laughs> some a lot of it was drama skill. Yeah, yeah. Oh god, yeah, yeah. Some of it was like you know, it's like it just always reminds me of the Peep Show episode. You know, the, yeah. Um, Rainbow Rhythms. It I always reminds me of. Do you know Chris Lilly? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Mr. G. <laughs> I always say Mr. G is real. G, yeah. That happens. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The, we were asked, I remember walking into a class one day and they're like, right, you're going to be a kitchen appliance for 45 minutes. I was like, oh, right. genuinely. I was like, I was a hand mixer just walking around. I was like, what the fuck is the point in this? I want to go and have a fag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but do you have a funniest drama school story? Because like we've all been in those rooms. Weird shit happens. Um, <laughs> um, probably a few. I just remember once this... <laughs> this girl said she... So just we're doing um, character seating, and just this girl said she'd lived. Her character lived in a in a in a barrel. The <laughs> character lived in a barrel in a ship, and then just someone went, "What like pop up pirate?" <laughs> I was just oh. gone. I was gone. I like, pop up pirate, and someone bought me a pop up pirate. My mate Gavin <laughs> bought me um, bought me a pop up pirate. Just, yeah. yeah. Oh it's no! Just, just gone. Just, Some just, of... ma- it's just weird, isn't it? It's just mad. You're all, you're all there. All just people. So, so many different people. Being, it's like, it's like getting a zoo and going. You yeah. lot go and live with each other. It's like putting big brothers with like big brother. It is. It is. On, oh, I mean, I know there was that terrible drama school one. One that was like, you know, sort of Love Islandy sort of drama school bullshit. Yeah. If you actually did, if you actually did a um, like the Yorkshire, what was the Yorkshire school one? There's teaching, teaching Yorkshire, what educating Yorkshire, educating Yorkshire. If you did one of them in drama school, fucking hell, that <laughs> that'd be brilliant. That'd yeah. be brilliant. Like, oh, just yeah. Could you imagine though? Like, because like I've got loads of friends in the industry, and even like we'll play a game in a minute called Stage Right or Stage Shite. It's all stories sent in by listeners. And I'll Damn. be like sitting with one of my mates and I'll be like, here, listen to this. And I'll read this story and they'll be like, is that true? And I'll be like, yeah, yeah. that is not out of the realms of possibility at all. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I do I do wonder how I got through it. Yeah. <laughs> Without <laughs> needing like just, medical help. Just like, I, I, no, I'm just, I'm, it wasn't even necessary. It was just like about, why did I spend three years doing like, yeah, just I just said, did that happen? Did that was that real? Was that yeah. real? Did I? Yep. Like you know, third year was third year was great because we just got on with it. Third year. It was year. just third like your actors, was wasn't it? It was like you were like you just get on with it, and there's none of this like yeah, none of this like what what kind of what color what color are you? Um, none of yeah. that. Just get on with it, and you yeah. So third year was mega. Like you just got on with it and did it. You've gotten to do so many cool things. You've been on stage. You've been on screen. You've been nominated for soap awards. But what has been your biggest what the fuck is happening moment? I, I, it's a very surreal moment. I had to be waiting in the black corridor in the black um, por- porch uh, with Helen Worth. That was she's <laughs> she's such a legend. I love her. <laughs> it's just I was just like, and I was walking on with her, and it, I'd not been there that long. I don't think, and it's just like Gail Platt. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> like. Yeah, flat there. Just kind of, it's just mad. There, that was that was very surreal. 
one yeah. thing that I've got to ask you about Coronation Street, actually, that I've just thought about because you mentioned Gil Platt. I remember watching it with my dad years ago. Did they let you wear your own clothes on Corey? Because Gail wears Armani jeans all the time. Uh, no, no. Um, no, it's all it's all chosen. It's all, it's all for you. Yeah, yeah. Gail's all, Hel- well, Helen, I'd imagine that she'd rather be called. She's always wearing Armani jeans. Oh, that, that, yeah, I wouldn't have thought they'd have bought uh, Gail Armani jeans. That's why I'm like, yeah. does Helen Must just get just, to wear her own clothes? Yeah, maybe Helen's probably put a request in there for maybe she just finds them comfortable. Yeah, um, probably. Yeah, I mean, yeah, she's been there nearly yeah. 50 years, so she's yeah, probably one yeah, of the longest. Like, I want Armani jeans. She's like, if I'm wearing jeans, I'm wearing Armani jeans. <laughs> yeah. Um, so right, good on you. I mean, yeah. Gail's probably got some cash stash, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but that uh, husband's. Yeah. Richard Hillman still gives me the fucking nightmares after all these years. Mm. Um, but we're going to play like a sort of a little game now, and it's called What If? And it's just talking about the roles you'd love to play or the projects you'd love to be a part of if you fit the criteria. So, like, what mm. role would you love to play if you were a woman? Oh, wow. It's tough, isn't it? Because you always say, what role would you want to play? Um, it's tough, isn't it? Cause it's like kind of the, the perfect role for you hasn't been written, has it? Yeah. Um... My favorite, I mean, my no, my favorite female performance is is Vicky McClure as Lol. Yeah, uh, just oh, she's wow. so good. I, I love this. Is England. So I had Thomas Tergus on the podcast. I saw, yeah, I saw, yeah. He was saying a lot of that, like uh, Shane Sean Meadows, Shane Meadows. Which Shane. one is it? Shane Meadows. Shane. I forgot there. Um, he writes a script but doesn't really follow it, and it's a it's lot improv. of improv yeah, and yeah. massive. So like, like that's just like fucking boom like mind yeah, blowing yeah. how those actors do that yeah yeah like um, i struggle to come up with a tangible podcast segment <laughs> yeah no it's uh, I, I think uh, especially in this series more so than because she's not as she's big she's a big part in the film she's not, but she's not like she's the she yeah. is she is the series the series revolves around her and then you've got um and then like her sister kelly like she sort of comes into it a bit more doesn't she um, but it is mostly about uh, and that scene, that scene with a, a dad and oh my god, that is that. It that makes is, you, that's the best thing I've ever seen. Do you that's ever watch scene. like someone acting and then think I would look like a piece of shit in front of them? Like if we were acting together, because <laughs> I do it all the I time. Try not to. I try not to. No, I'm, I'm quite. I'm quite. Uh, I'm, yeah, I, I've got. I'm quite good at believing in myself actually when it comes to acting yeah there is, there is some of them yeah yeah, yeah. i have a like, lot of self-belief in that way one of my yeah. favorite actresses is Catherine tate and like god yeah. forbid that the impossible happened and i ended up on like a stage with her i would be like yeah. you just make me look like a turd <laughs> yeah he's like i believe in myself but she's just so phenomenal um oh, i think some of the comedy ones yeah that that's yeah. when I'd, i might if the comedy and then the throwing like uh, yeah if they're throwing like improv at you and yeah, you go, no. oh, yeah, yeah, what? Like, if serious scene, then I can, I've seen maybe scene, get along, but I, I know I'd be able to, I can, I'd believe myself to hold my own in a serious scene, <laughs> yeah, even if it was improv comedy. Now I'm yeah. dead, I'm dead in the water. Now I'm, now I'm, yeah. What Shakespeare character would you love to play most? Oh, number one's uh, Macbeth. That's my, my favorite Shakespeare. My I got to play him in college, and that's like, because um, yeah. I'm going to ask you in a minute what your favourite line of dialogue that you've ever said is, and mine's always, is this a dagger? Because it was just like, love yeah, Macbeth yeah. so much, and then I got to say it, and I was yeah, like, yeah. for fuck's sake. Um, I know. 
what? I wanted to do I wanted to do Carl I wanted to do it for Carl Nobbs and then I wish I did I wish I'd have just done it it's so good I did it and um but they were like oh no it'll be it's done too many times still just in yeah. legends and I, I and I was like I wish I'd have just done it I wish I'd just gone for it because I was so connected I did the to be thus yeah uh, to be thus is nothing um in a glass region accent um, <laughs> yeah and uh that's something I yeah, need to see <laughs> I'm not doing that. I've, I've struggled to remember it. Um, it's been that while. You know, it's just like I've, I've little shit. Yeah, it's probably there somewhere. Um, yeah, I think Beth's the. Yeah, he's just the coolest him, cunt in the world, isn't he? Just a good. Oh, so good. It's so good. It's just, yeah, perfect play. And it's not too long as well. I'm not saying that, like I said, I, I don't mind, but, uh, you know, you have got to, you have got to think about yeah when Shakespeare's going edging on four hours yeah you've just got to think about people who aren't going to like I say I'm old, I'm like I say I didn't come from a theatrical background I didn't I wasn't born into it so you know you got to think you always got to think about how can I engage you know you know obviously you know I can go I can go I can perfectly go to watch Shakespeare love it you know yeah I have watched so many performances that I've loved of Shakespeare different but then I you know I'd always try and come at it from like would I have enjoyed this as a kid? I always, yeah. I always like to think about that. Like, would this have made me engaged as a kid? And like, I think you always have to think about that and bringing audiences in. So when it is, like you say, verging on four hours, it's like, come on. Like, you know, come I must on. have done a shit job because my mum came to see me and Macbeth and she was like, great acting, but I didn't understand a word of it. Like, I don't know what <laughs> happened. Um, no, yeah, but you, yeah, I don't want yeah. to add on himself. I think my dad can go, what? What's yeah. that about? Yeah. What TV show would you love to be a finish? Would you love to be a part of that's fin- finished now? So I always say for the money, friends, for shits and giggles, shameless. Um, yeah, I would have loved to have been part of that original shameless. Yeah. Um, or two pints. I would have loved. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, this is England again. Yeah. So yeah. yeah sorry, it's, it's two. It's covering. It's covering two. It's covering it's this all is England good. again. Hello, this is your weekly reminder that if you haven't already, please make sure that you are subscribed to Drama School Dropout. Go ahead and click that button. And every Tuesday when a new episode drops, you'll be sent a notification directly to your phone, letting you know that it's out and you'll never miss another episode. Also, if you're feeling extra generous, please scroll down, leave us a rating and a review. It really helps the podcast. It means the absolute world to me. And you know what? It's free, so why not? Also, if you're waiting for next week's episode, please remember that we have 44 episodes now. We're doing all right, considering we were only starting this time last Christmas. We've had amazing guests and so many more amazing ones to come. But go back make sure that you check all of the episodes out and they are available on apple Podcasts, spotify amazon music anywhere that you get a decent podcast you can find drama school dropout and you can also check out our brand new website www.dramaschooldropout.com and you can see our full lineup of guests and keep up to date with everything with what's happening and what's going on with drama school dropout Uh, yeah, so let's talk about Coronation Street. Um, so the 26th of January, 2018. What was it like to... That was your first appearance, by the way, not just a random date for anybody listening. <laughs> um, yeah. What was it like stepping onto one of the most famous streets in Britain for the first time? Yeah, and I got to go straight on, actually. Um, I did get to go straight on. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah it, is, it, is, it is kind of iconic, especially when I'm from Manchester. So yeah, you grow up around it. 
I it's kind of three things in my it's my it's forty music and Corey. Uh-huh. You are if you're from Manchester, you are gonna one you're gonna love one of those things. Like uh-huh. obviously everyone music, but particularly like yeah, like you are gonna love one of those things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I grew up and around it in my house. Like we you know, my mum did stop watching it for years and then kind of came back to it when I was in it. Um, but you did, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was funny. Like we were watching, we were watching like old videos uh, from when we were younger, when we were kids, like at Christmas, um, just after I'd kind of just started. Uh, I think I started in like November, so end of October, November, um, and you know, it just you just hear it on in the background, sort of, you know, the iconic music. Yeah, and it was it was just something you just grew up around in your house and. You know, when you, you, I go anywhere, and I'm sort of anywhere around the outskirts, or and because I, I mean, I do, I live in London now, so I'm not actually in London right now. I've got to drive there in a minute. Oh, after this, after this, yes, <laughs> I drive there now. Yeah, yeah, I just saw, oh, yeah, I'm not looking forward to that, but yeah, it's nice there anyway. So, it's a nice drive. <laughs> so, see, weather. after obviously you didn't come right into it and you weren't the big bad guy, but see, after the I should probably say for anybody listening as well, we're going to talk about um, sexual assault and things now. If you've seen Coronation Street and things, um, and they'll giving be... away spoilers now. <laughs> yeah, true. But you know what it's like nowadays. You've got to give a trigger warning for everything. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Those episodes after those episodes where your character assaulted David Platt, what was the reception like? Did your phone start blowing up? Uh, oh no! Well, it kind of already. That was mostly through people I knew, I guess. Yeah. Um, I'd already, you, you, as soon as you kind of join, as soon as they announce you, your phone's already, so you've already done yeah. the turn your notifications off. I've kind of already done that. Um, yeah. So that, that would, that had already, I'd already experienced that to an extent. But then I guess when you, when you go to that next level, you, yeah, you do sort of, you, you it's in, yeah, it was, it was a next, it was a, a step up above that. Yeah. Um, because you essentially so, weren't just a character anymore. You were part of one of the biggest storylines of the year. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and you know, so it's. I mean, you're talking. I don't know how many how many viewers it got that night, but you know, it does get so millions. It's like seven. It's well, it's seven million or not on on average on a, an average night. So you know, it, when they get a big app like that, it does it does go up. Yeah, it it's more up, than you, you know, can of, fit into one room. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it does, it does go up massively. I think it goes up a few million. So I, I don't know the exact figures of, of who watched yeah. that. And when you think about that, it's just mental. Like, yeah. <laughs> but even, even like, even people who run it for years. So even like talking to Jack. So Jack will say if he's in the middle of like a big storyline or if he's been on that week, like you know, you're walking down the street, immediately recognize it. But if if he has like a week where he's not on on screen. He, he doesn't get recognized as much so even even for him and even like like you say the really well-known faces if they're not in on the screens like they're not they're not on the forefront or like say yeah. they're involved in a big storyline you're not on the forefront so even characters like that they can sort of well people like that people who play those characters they can have some times where they get recognized more than than another time yeah like, like say when they're like less than than a I'm talking. <laughs> we get what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your character was given. We're not going to talk about all of the stuff that happens because we've spoke about all of that. And but your character was given a 15 year prison sentence. So uh, when in 15 years will we see you back on Coronation Street? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 15 years, well remembered. Yeah, uh, 
Did it? Did it say that? Did it? Have, does Imran say that? Because he wasn't think, in my scene when I was on. You're right. When I was right, looking, it just years. said you got a 15 year prison sentence. Yeah, yeah I can't remember yeah, yeah, the scene. No, I just years. was looking the other. Yeah, night. yeah. No, no. I just I was just like, oh, well, well, well researched, well researched. Um, so in 2025, will you be back? I'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just planning your diary again. that far ahead. Yeah, just like, and uh, just contact Corey if I've, yeah. Yeah, if I've not had any work for a while. It's guys, uh, Josh is actually out of uh, prison now. Um, yeah. <laughs> gonna play a game now it's called stage right or stage shite and it's um all stories oh, wow. sent in by the listeners and one's made up by our producer and we've got to find out which one's the lie i've got the answer in a sealed envelope so we can both play along together yeah. number one for a college show i had to jump on a bean bag but as i jumped on the bag it burst and i fell on my ass in front of 200 people <laughs> number two I was directing a graduating classes showcase and one of the scenes was an abused wife murdering her husband. However, on the night, the gunshot sound effect didn't happen and she waited for it to eventually come, but it didn't. And after a while, she just started hitting him over the head with the gun until he died. It was some of the best <laughs> acting I've ever seen. <laughs> Fresh out of uni, I was doing panto and a drag queen was playing the evil queen. And during a number, she fell over, lost her wig, and broke one of her heels. No one knew what to do or how to help. So we have to wait. So we have to stay. One, one of them's a lie. One of them stayed shite. One of them's a lie. Yeah, true. yeah. Um, I have no clue. I don't know. A beanbag on stage sounds a bit messy. Yeah. Beanbag. I, I, I don't think. I don't know who'd, who'd let a beanbag on stage. No, that nah. that sounds that yeah that that's what a stage managers let that on stage. Yeah, bean bags. No, I won't touch it. It does say for a college it's, show. It it, it stays still. It stays still. yeah, yeah. It's, it's an accident waiting to happen. That if number two's not Although, true, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, Enjoyed yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Number two, I think definitely true. Um, and rightly so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think I'm gonna go. For one. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with you. Go for one. And what was free? What was free again? Free Fresh doesn't out. sound that deep. Doesn't sound as detailed in the explanation. So I might go that one actually. Fresh out of uni, I was doing a panto, and a drag queen was playing the evil queen. And during the number, she fell over, lost her wig, and broke one of her heels. No one knew what to do or how to help. I mean, you would sort of know what to do. You grab the fucking wig, uh, and hand it to them. I don't know. I'm thinking show. one. Yeah, it is a college show, isn't it? Yeah, I'm still. Yeah, thinking we'll one. go one. Yeah, I wouldn't we'll let, yeah. like, I'm directing we'll a show at the moment, and if somebody was like, let's yeah, have yeah. a beanbag on stage, I'd be like, no. no like, no. that's just, just a disaster asking for trouble. To happen. Yeah. Got Number three. Uh, I see. I knew it one too. Yeah. It wasn't two. Oh, no, I'm yeah. glad that two's true. Like, I'm absolutely buzzing yeah. about that. Yeah, um, <laughs> But just before we end... <laughs> see that. Uh, yeah, me too. I, I, I might recreate it. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we end, I, so I'm going back to drama school this year, and a lot, lots of people will. And you have successfully came through drama school, and you've worked professionally. What is your biggest piece of advice for anyone that's sort of getting back into it after the year that we've had? Whew, yeah. Um, I mean, God, I don't know. Heavy hitting questions I mean, on drama school dropout here. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the thing is just just believe in yourself so that you you've still got the the. the one of the like one of the things like you know you get showcase you get showcase and uh, it's so funny that the way everyone's like panicking about 
oh my god you know and and don't get me wrong there's every, there's every right to panic about it in, in the sense that you need to make sure you've got the right pieces and, and it, is, it sometimes can feel like the entire three years does boil down to that <laughs> yeah but it's a two-minute scene. Well, I know some people do different ones. It's a two-minute scene or it's a monologue. You can fucking do it. You've had yeah. three years training. It's a two-minute scene. It's just two minutes. You've done it's this two a million minutes. times. And, it, and, and one of those, if you depending on what your, your showcase scene is, you're not doing a full play. You're yeah. doing a two-minute scene. Like, it's fine. You can do that. Yeah. That's not the bit. You, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> just that bit's easy. So I just, yeah, I think that is... Just, just that belief that you, yeah, you, if especially like you say, if you've got the experience and you just having that belief that you do it, even even with that, even with the time out that you that you've had, um, you know, there's probably people who've had that long between, you know, in the in the in the industry have had have been out of work yeah. that long in general, like without without COVID, who've been uh-huh. out of work that long, so like you say, you can come back and and you know you have got to blow those cobwebs off. And um, but I say just believe Mental. in yourself that it's there, that it's there because it's it's just moving memories, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I say. And what's next for you? Where can people come and see you? Where are you? Are you going to be on stage anytime soon? Back on telly? Anything? Yeah, you can tell well, us about uh, uh, auditioning. Yeah, yes, yeah, so it's mostly audition. So I had I recently had, uh, which is kind of something that I, um, my friend got me involved with um, a charity that I'm a patron for called Other Arts. Um, that was very nice project to be a part of. Uh, it was basically we're trying to get the rights to build a statue for a boxer called Len Johnson from Manchester, who nobody's ever heard of. Um, and this story is incredible. Um, before even before Rosa Parks, he was uh, you know before Rosa he was going into, he went into a pub in Hume, um, and he demanded um, them to serve him. Yeah, peacefully, very peacefully, and then he they, they said no, we, we're not serving you. And this, as I said, this was a this was before Rosa Parks, and you know the the bus situation, mm-hmm. um, and he helped scrap because what he was he was a, he was a boxer, but he was he was denied the, the opportunity to fight for a title because yeah. of the color of his skin, despite him beating the the previous champion, the current world champion, and the ex, the you know the previous uh, and the and the future champion. So he beat all of those people, beat all of those fighters, and still was never able to fight for a title. So um, yeah, he was denied that, and then later on he he helped scrap that. He helped scrap that, and then um, and then as I say, he just carried on being a massive activist. And it's just nobody's ever heard of him. It's an absolute tragedy. So where can like say, people get to... involved with that? Like, because obviously there might be some fundraising. It's now. So we did the initial. So we did it in front of councillors. Um, took it into. So we brought it to, into a few schools to begin with, and now it's uh, it's got a little bit of funding. Um, and then you know just the plan to just try and keep it going for as long as possible. That's odd art. So you can find more information now on their website yeah. about the Len Johnson so and just find out about who he is in general because yeah. it's just an amazing and it's such a tragedy that, that nobody knows who he is because he is um England's and Britain's and Manchester's very own like Muhammad Ali like yeah. for what he's for what he's actually done and what he achieved I say he did help strip up like that event helped strip up the colour bar policy in Britain so, and as I say, it, it was four years before Rosa Parks and we all recognise Rosa Parks and we all know about 100%. that story. And this was, and I, I, I didn't even realise that until after the, after I completed the projects that it was four years before. 
which I mean, um, still wasn't that long ago. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 in a in a grand scale of of history, it's very close. Like um, but I'll yeah, link yeah. everything down below and where people can yeah. get involved and donate some money if you can and things like that. But thank you so much for taking the time out to come and chat to me because I, I appreciate it so much. Um, no, no, no worries. Yeah, thank I've you so much it. for coming on. Enjoyed the questions. It was <laughs> Some hard-hitting journalism <laughs> yeah, happens yeah. on this podcast. Mm -hmm. We'll be having all the secrets out very soon. Yeah, cheers for having us on. All the best, Ingram. Have a good weekend, mate. Ta-ra. And there we have it, another episode of Drama School Dropout, episode 44 completed. Thank you so much to Ryan for coming on the podcast. And make sure you follow us both on social media, which you'll find down in the show notes below. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a rating and a review on the podcast. It helps us so much. And make sure that you are subscribed so that every time a new episode drops, you are getting it straight away. If you have a story for Stage Right or Stage Shite, please email us at dramaschooldropoutpod at gmail.com. And for more Drama School Dropout information, check out our brand new website at www.dramaschooldropout.com if you have been affected by any of the issues raised in this week's podcast episode as per usual there will be links to samaritans and survivors down below i will be back again next tuesday with a brand spanking new episode so make sure you come back and see us same time same place next week have a great week everyone drama school dropout no graduation day for you, drama school dropout. Fucked your whole course, now try something new, drama school